Chapter 8 of The Dawn of Medieval Europe, 476 to 918, by J. H. B. Masterman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. The Rise of Mohammedanism. In an earlier chapter, we have traced the history of the empire to the accession of Heraclius in 610. The new emperor succeeded to an empire that seemed on the verge of dissolution. The Slavs were pouring across the Balkans, and the Persians had carried their attacks into the heart of Asia Minor. To meet these dangers, Heraclius had an army disorganized by mismanagement, an empty treasury, and a corrupt body of officials. Under these circumstances, it is not strange that for the first ten years of his reign he could do little to make headway against the invaders. Disaster followed disaster. In 613, Damascus fell, and in the following year the capture of Jerusalem by the Persian king Khosros sent a thrill of horror over Christendom. Two years later, Egypt fell, almost without resistance, into the hands of the Persians so hopeless did the prospect appear that heraclius is said to have considered the plan of moving the capital of the empire to carthage but the rumour of his intentions roused the people of constantinople to new energy a kind of crusade was proclaimed by the clergy who offered the wealth of the church to equip the armies of the empire most important of all heraclius resolved no longer to entrust the war to his generals but to assume supreme command himself, 622 to 627. After patching up a treaty with the Avars, who had actually penetrated within forty miles of Constantinople itself, Heraclius started for the east, where in six years of strenuous warfare he proved himself the greatest general of his age. It is impossible to tell in detail the story of Heraclius's campaigns, which closed with a great victory at Nineveh and the sack of Khosrow's palace near Testaphon. Meanwhile, in 626, the Avars, acting as allies of the Persians, besieged Constantinople, which was splendidly defended by Bonus the patrician and by the Roman fleet, which guarded the Bosphorus and so prevented the Persians from sending help to their allies. In 628, Heraclius came home in triumph, bringing peace to the empire and the spoils of Jerusalem, including the true cross, which the Persians had been compelled to surrender. But while Persia and the empire were fighting out their long contest, a new power was rising in the east, which was destined to sweep both away. In 570, five years after the death of Justinian, and two years after the Lombard invasion of Italy, Mohammed was born at Mecca, an important commercial town in southern Arabia. The Arabs of this district had attained to a certain measure of civilization and lived under a strict system of tribal law. Their religion was a kind of polytheism, each tribe having its own tutelary deities. A supreme god Allah was vaguely conceived of behind these tribal gods, but the whole religious system was effete and had little influence over conduct or life. Mohammed's family was a poor one, but at the age of twenty-four he entered commercial life as partner with a widow named Khadijah, whom he shortly afterwards married. 
through some relatives of his wife he came into contact with a body of religious reformers the hanifs who sought for the secret of holiness of life in the rejection of polytheism and complete submission islam to the will of allah influenced by them he began to spend long periods in prayer and meditation till at length he became conscious of a mission to teach the truths he had learned to the men of his city his teaching was received with bitter hostility and those who avowed themselves his followers were persecuted and in some cases driven out of the city at last mohammed resolved on a decisive step and in 622 having sent his followers on before him he fled to medina this is the celebrated harika or flight of mohammed from which the followers of the prophet date the rise of the new religion at medina the new prophet soon found himself undisputed master of the city and organized a political commonwealth under laws drawn up by him his system was designed to bind together all who accepted it in the closest bonds of union and to sever them from the unbelieving world by a great gulf he borrowed something from judaism and something from the corrupt forms of christianity with which he had come in contact in southern arabia but the fundamental article of his creed the unity of god he had learned from the hanifs with them it was a truth for quiet meditation but in the hands of the prophet it became the war-cry of a new contest that shook the arab world to its foundations in december six twenty three mohammed and his followers won the battle of bakir over a force of arabs from mecca and from that time the external history of mohammedanism is the history of an advancing tide of conquest that swept over all the east rolled as a devastating wave over the provinces of egypt and north africa and was checked at last in the west only by the barrier of the pyrenees and the sword of charles martel before mohammed died in 632 all arabia was under his sway his successor or khalifa abu bakir after suppressing a rebellion among the arab followers of the prophet launched two great armies against the persians and the empire the conquest of persia was rapid and complete by the end of 641 all the lands over which the persian king had ruled passed under the sway of the moslem power in the same year egypt was overrun and absorbed almost without resistance in the ever-growing territories of the arab conquerors meanwhile the invasion of syria checked for a few months by the forces of the empire went forward under the leadership of the fierce leader khaled the sword of god in 634 the invaders won the terrific battle of yarmouk almost exterminating a force of eighty thousand imperial troops damascus was sacked next year and heraclius took the field in person only to find himself helpless against the fierce fanaticism of the new foe while these conquests were in progress the khalifa died and was succeeded by omar the greatest of all the successors of the prophet under his wise rule the work of conquest went on antioch fell in 637 and in the same year jerusalem surrendered so great was the veneration of the moslems for the city that they accounted second only to mecca in sacredness 
that omar crossed the desert expressly to receive its surrender in person on the site of the temple he built the great mosque that still bears his name with unusual toleration he granted to the christians the control of the holy places heraclius lived to see the whole province of mesopotamia overrun by saracen hordes and the seaport of caesarea captured he died in 641 just before the fall of alexandria and the beginning of the attack on asia minor after a short period of confusion heraclius was succeeded by his grandson constantinus or constans as the western chroniclers call him 641 to 668 during his boyhood the course of saracen conquest went on though more slowly alexandria was recaptured by the empire and recaptured again and partly destroyed by the moslems part of north africa fell into their hands they also began to develop a navy which gradually grew large enough to dispute the mastery of the mediterranean with the imperial fleet they won a great victory in a naval engagement off the coast of lycia in 652 the emperor himself only escaping with difficulty but soon after this the empire secured a respite through the outbreak of civil war between two rival candidates for the caliphate muavia of syria and ali of mesopotamia some years passed before the saracen conquests were resumed during this time constantinus made a last attempt to reorganize the sadly diminished provinces of the empire now consisting of asia minor the western part of north africa a strip of country round the coast of the balkan peninsula and some parts of italy constantinus spent the last six years of his life in italy and sicily trying to restore the prestige of the empire in the west after a successful campaign in southern italy he settled at syracuse within accessible reach of north africa where in 663 the saracens renewed their attacks on the empire before his death in 668 asia minor was also suffering from their ravages for eight years constantine pogonatus the bearded who succeeded carried on a struggle with the invaders the most notable episode of the war being a great siege of constantinople by the saracens in 673 which ended in their disastrous defeat the only other event of note in the reign of this emperor was the arrival in the balkan peninsula of a new body of invaders the bulgarians they were a tribe of hunnish race but they soon began to unite with the slav tribes who were already settled in the district into which they came and gradually lost their hunnish language and characteristics on his death in 685 constantine was succeeded by his son justinian a youth of 17 685 to 695 who was encouraged by a successful attack on the bulgarians and by the internal feuds that now divided the moslem world to attempt to reconquer syria the campaign proved a complete failure and justinian developed into a bloodthirsty and cruel tyrant finally a palace revolt drove him from the throne and plunged the empire into twenty years of complete chaos meanwhile the tide of moslem conquest rolled on in six ninety eight 
carthage finally fell and the whole of north africa passed under the sway of the saracens the province had long been divided by religious controversies and had already been harried by the vandals but the ruins that still remain along the coast of north africa suffice to show how rich and prosperous the great cities that fringed the shore of the mediterranean had been in the days when rome dwelt secure and unchallenged fifteen years later sardinia fell into the hands of the saracens and cappadocia and pontus were overrun in the following years the doom of the empire seemed inevitable and an expedition was already marching against constantinople when leo the isaurian a general in the roman army won the imperial throne and began the struggle that was destined to preserve constantinople for centuries as the great bulwark of europe against the followers of the prophet a little before this check in the east the saracens had won their last great success in the west for a century the visigothic kingdom in spain had been crumbling into decay originally arian the visigothic kings had now become stern champions of orthodoxy and jews and arians alike suffered bitter persecutions about the year 710 the storm of moslem invasion broke on the disorganized and enfeebled kingdom a vast horde of arabs and moors landed at the spot gibraltar that still bears the name of their leader tarik jebel tarik the hill of tarik smote the last gothic king roderick in a great battle on the banks of the guadalete and within three years all spain excepting the mountainous districts of the north had passed into their hands a land that impotent sovereigns fanatical clergy turbulent nobles and downtrodden serfs had left helpless in its hour of need was now destined under the rule of great moslem chiefs to become a centre of art and learning and industry except for italy and greece and the lands fringing the balkan peninsula the whole of the coastline of the mediterranean had now passed under the sway of the mohammedan power in the east the battlements of constantinople still frowned defiance across the bosphorus and in the west the strong nations beyond the pyrenees were ready to dispute in one great day of battle the further advance of the crescent flag the menace of this great advance of moslem power awakened among the still unconquered peoples of northern europe a new sense of common interest christianity itself was now in danger and watching for some champion to arise to organize the forces of resistance around such a champion there would inevitably gather all the associations of the roman imperial idea so in less than a hundred years after the saracen conquest of spain charles the great was crowned in the great basilica of rome and the holy roman empire began End of chapter 8